0: Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Joining us now is Ian McMillan, senior editor of BetSided. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at IanMacBets. And, uh, Ian, last time you were on the program, uh, we were talking about you venturing out to Yankee Stadium in your Toronto Blue Jays jersey, which led to a little bit of conversation as far as how much grief you were going to get at the ballpark. And understandably so, uh, it was going to be a a significant amount. And you said, you're going to fight through it, you're going to be out there, and it's going to be wonderful. And then we asked for a video of you out there to see, you know, if, say, you had (laughs) beer on you, or some punches were thrown, maybe some (laughs) bruising around the face, something like that. And you look squeaky clean. Toronto won. It was great. But unfortunately, we noticed that you were wearing a jacket the whole time to where no one knew you were actually a Blue Jays fan until the game was over and everybody left. So would you like to apologize for us for taking us down the wrong path?
1: Uh, No, I'm not apologizing. It was very clear that I was cheering for the Blue Blue Jays. (laughs) I was standing up. I was yelling every time the Blue Jays did something good. And I wasn't wearing the jacket for the full game. There was a couple times that I took it off, um, but it was cold. Liar. I had a I Liar. it. <laughs> I would have froze this a play. to death. This is
2: outrageous. This, this is outrageous.
1: Is it's, outrageous.
2: Soft. it's soft. So the man, oh, man that soft. is out there fighting with a Chelsea Messinger on Twitter day after day, like, yeah, I'm going into Yankee Stadium. I don't care about those bums. I'm gonna wear my Jays gear, and you can't tell me that you don't have a J- you have some form of a Jays hoodie or jacket, right?
1: No, I just had a Jays Lying. jersey. I did end up buying a Jays hat at the MLB store in New York because I went back on Sunday. Sunday was hot enough I did not wear a jacket, so I not only did I do it once, I did it twice that weekend. Um, was it too hot to wear the hat too? I wore the hat on Sunday. Uh, I, okay. I, I did not hide the hat. Um, I think the key is that as long as you're not out uh with field amongst the bleacher creatures, I think it's relatively safe. Also, the Blue Jays do kind of travel well because literally every single Canadian is a Blue Jays fan since mm-hmm. we only have one team. So there's a good amount of Blue Jays fans. I had some backup there at both games. So, um, right. yeah, I stayed safe. We, <laughs> it we. was cold, though. I didn't wear a jacket. Well, <laughs> let, let me ask you this. Uh, we,
2: we had your buddy uh, Joe Osborne on the show on Friday. That man it was a Friday, whatever day it was, late last week. It's Friday. He he was going off like he's like, bet the lightning. It's over. Bet the lightning. I know you had moments of this. Every Leafs fan, completely understandable uh, emotions. But you guys won every coin flip. Every time you went to overtime, you guys took it home. So I, I know you're happy as a fan. But I've got to know how many times did you go to the window and say? give me Tampa Bay throughout the series.
1: (laughs) I bet on the lightning to win the series when they're down three, one, I bet them again uh, when they were down three, (laughs) two heading into game six to win the series. And I bet on them to win just game six on the money line. So I had three different bets and I, I I would, I I'd be happy to lose five times as much money than what I actually lost for, for this outcome. So it's the happiest I've ever been to lose three different bets all at once.
3: Wow. Well, then how do you feel about the Panthers in this series coming up? Uh, The Panthers, gosh, that was interesting as well. And they ended up finally scoring a goal in the first period. And then they win that game. Uh, They hadn't scored a goal in the first period in that entire series. Are you worried about the Panthers as we look ahead to this next series against the Leafs?
1: Yeah, I am worried, and I, I do got to say, just it might have been my favorite weekend of all time watching the Maple Leafs finally win a series and the Bruins blow a 3-1 series lead. Just unbelievable happiness I felt last night. <laughs> I was almost as happy watching the Bruins lose as watching the Leafs win. It was that great. But I am a little bit concerned <laughs> uh, about the Florida Panthers for sure. I mean, this team is better than their seeding indicated. They had a really rough first half of the year, and they kind of brought it together uh, in the second half. And they can score. Uh, They can score on anyone. They can put up four or five, even six goals on any given night. Now, they aren't great defensively. They do give up a lot of quality chances on defense. But where I think the Maple Leafs really need to take advantage of in this series is special teams, power play and penalty kill, because the Panthers had a bottom 10 penalty kill in the NHL this year, and the Maple Leafs had the number two power play unit behind only the Edmonton Oilers. So if the Leafs can take advantage of their power play opportunities, uh, I think they should win this series. I certainly like this matchup better than I would have against the Bruins. Um, so yeah, I am I am scared though. People, I think, were underestimating the Panthers a little bit heading into the playoffs. This is a very good team, and if they continue to get good goaltending from Sergei Bobrovsky, which they got uh, in a few games uh, against the Bruins here this last series, they're going to be a tough out. Now the thing is, can they keep up this level of goaltending? Because Bobrovsky did not have a good year. The goaltending in general wasn't strong this year. Um, and Samsonov uh, had a pretty solid first series there uh, against the Lightning. So uh, goalies are going to be a big uh, key role in the series, and so are uh, power plays and penalty kills. Because the Bruins have been ousted,
0: Toronto is now the favorite to hoist the Stanley Cup. I'm seeing plus three seventy here. The Edmonton Oilers, who knocked off my LA Kings, are four to one to win the cup. Do you like the proposition? that the Stanley Cup is coming home?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. I think I, I – yes. <laughs> now, I, I would say, obviously, I, I would actually, if you were to ask me, and this is even non-biased, if I can take myself out of being a Leafs fan here, which team would I rather bet on between those two? The Oilers. Because the Oilers have a much, much, much easier path uh, than the Maple Leafs do, in my opinion. I think the Oilers uh, are by far should be the favorites to come out of the Western Conference at this point. The Dallas Stars could give give them a little bit of a run. Uh, but I don't like the Golden Knights or the Kraken whatsoever to go in a deep run here where I could see any team of the mm. East uh, come out of that conference. Um, but I do got to say, if it's a Maple Leafs against Oilers Stanley Cup final, I think the entire country, Canada might just shut down for two weeks. Uh, that would be unbelievable. You got Austin Matthews against Connor McDavid, East versus West Edmonton against Toronto. Uh, we haven't won a cup since 1992 as a country uh, that is, Country is going to go nuts if it is Oilers against Leafs. And that's going to be a heck of a series, too. So uh, that's what I'm rooting for. Even though if the Maple Leafs do make the Stanley Cup final, obviously the Oilers would be a very tough test for them. But that would be a heck of a series to watch. So that is certainly what I'm rooting for. And hey, the way the Leafs are getting some bounces and they closed out a series and uh, things kind of went their way, the curse might finally be broken. It might be time for my Maple Leafs to finally win. the Cup. I'm starting to be Leaf a little bit here. So, oh my we'll god! Oh, no,
2: <laughs>
0: no. That,
1: that, is, that is the
0: Friday night winter jacket of puns.
1: Oh, Beely. baby
2: No, that was wow. a thing. I'm not in Leafs Twitter. I don't want to go into Leafs Twitter now. All right, uh, how are we betting tonight? Rangers Devils game seven.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take the Devils. This is a little bit of a tough one. If you look at the advanced metrics, expected goals, high danger, scoring chances, all that stuff, when it's five on five, the Devils are absolutely dominating the Rangers. Uh, but a couple of issues. Number one is a guy named Igor Shesterkin for the Rangers, who is keeping the Rangers in this series as a whole. Uh, New York also has uh, had the advantage on special teams. The Devils' power play has been basically non-existent this entire series. And the Rangers, you do have to give them credit, obviously have the experience here. This group has been in the playoffs multiple times. Uh, they've won games that have gone uh, later on in the series and a couple Game 7s, I believe. This New Jersey Devils team, this group of players for the most part, still very new to the playoffs, very new to a Game 7 uh winner go home kind of spot so it depends on what you value do you look at the advanced metrics and value those or do you look at the team and the experience and the situation and the goaltending i'm gonna go with the devils i just like what i've seen for the most part uh by them in between the blue lines of this series so i think they get it done tonight but boy it's a tough one i think the odds are set uh, right for this one it, it's a total coin flip and should be a good game but i'll i'll, I'll go with the devils i'm gonna i'm gonna trust the metrics
3: All right, I've got to ask you why you don't believe in the Kraken. Uh, You're down on them. They've got the longest odds, I get it, but they won like three out of four games at Colorado. They're a really good road team. They're playing the Stars next. Um, They obviously are underdogs in this series, but why are you out on the Kraken?
1: I'll say one good thing about the Kraken is that they can shoot really well. They have the second highest shooting percentage in the regular season this year. And that really helped them in the first round against the avalanche. Uh, Big reason why I don't believe in them is I don't think Philip Grubauer is actually good. He's stood in his head this past series. He kind of won it for them there in game seven, but I got to trust, you know, a little bit of a bigger sample size. He had a sub 900 save percentage in the regular season. That's not good. They had some of the worst starting goalies in the NHL. Uh, in the regular season. Um, and also, there are special teams, their power play and penalty kill, bottom half of the NHL in both. Uh, credit to them. I actually did have them winning that series in seven. I thought the Avalanche were were overrated. I thought a lot of people just looked at them as the defending champions. But that Avalanche team was not the same Avalanche team that won the Stanley Cup the year, year before. Obviously, they lost Nazim Kadri, which is a big reason for their success last year. No Gabriel Landis Cog all year. Uh, so Seattle is certainly, a, 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 a tough oak just because they can shoot so well. But at the end of the day, you need good goaltending. And I don't believe Philip Grubauer can continue to play this well for this long. And also you need a good power play and penalty kill and they just don't. So, um, yeah, especially now that they have to go up against the Dallas Stars who had the fifth best power play and third best penalty kill. This is going to be a tough series for the Kraken coming up. He's Ian McMillan, senior
0: editor of cited here on BetQL Daily. As I look at Money Puck and five-on-five hockey in the regular season and their expected goals against model, Carolina leads the way, followed by the Dallas Stars, and then uh, Seattle is seventh. Edmonton, uh, which has probably the best defense uh, in the Connor McDavid era, is eighth. Uh, Devils are ninth. I bring this up because – a lot of really good defenses advanced past this first round and while i in some situations blindly bet the over in some key games i wonder if in the second round we are going to see fewer power plays more disciplined hockey better defense to where maybe we should be a good bit more careful about betting overs blindly in individual games
1: yeah maybe a little bit um there was a lot of power play goals uh, in the first round. I think I want to, I think I saw somewhere as the most power play goals in the first round since like 2012 or something like that. Um, so even if we see the same amount of penalties, I don't think we're going to see the same amount of power play goals. Now, at the same time, I think you kind of need to treat that on a series series by series basis. I know in the stars and the Kraken, that's a series I'm going to be betting probably a lot of unders on. Um, whereas you look at the Maple Leafs and the Panthers, two very offensive minded teams the Maple, Maple Leafs power play, as I mentioned earlier, second best in the NHL. You could see some goals in that Panthers-Maple Leafs game, especially if Bobrovsky and Nett doesn't uh, stand up to the expectations he set in the first round. So I still think you need to treat it by a series-by-series perspective and a game-by-game perspective, but um, I, wouldn't, I do probably expect, in general, some lower-scoring games, and just, just I think it's because we're going to see some regression in terms of power play goals, because there was just an I think the Dallas Stars are like nine or 10 power play goals in their series, which is going to be an insane pace to keep up with. So, yeah, we might see some low scoring games, I, I, I would subscribe to that.
2: If uh, your Leafs, the favorite is going to win it. Um, where would you go for Con Smythe? Right now tied for the third favorite is Ooh. Marner and Matthews. They're both nine to one. Uh, Would you look there or maybe some value or any other names that you would go take a look at?
1: Yeah. Great question. Um, So far, I might actually say, I don't know where he's at on, on the odds list. And if you have the full list, maybe you can let me know, but Morgan Riley played a a very good first series uh, for the Toronto Maple Leafs Uh, contributed to some key goals, played solid defensively, which is not what we're used to for Morgan Riley. He's generally an, an offensive defenseman, but Morgan Riley was at least the biggest surprise for me in the first round of the Maple Leafs, the guy who I think stepped up when he needed to. Um, obviously a long way to go, but if you're looking for a bit of a long shot and defenseman, it's certainly not unheard of. Victor Hedman, uh, unheard of for a defenseman to win it. Victor Hedman just did a couple years ago for, for the Lightning. So uh, maybe if you're looking for a long shot on the Leafs, Morgan Riley, do you have his odds there?
2: 50 to one.
1: Boom. Love that, a 50 to one. He, I think he might've been the best player for the Leafs in the opening, in the
3: opening round i love it morgan riley's cousin tom riley was married to my mom's sister little fun fact for you there he goes Uh, yes crazy i know it's a bet not blood related but somewhat feel related to morgan riley so let's go um anything on today's baseball card that you're interested in
1: yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a few bets. Uh, I got a player prop that I like here. Uh, Drew Smiley going for the Cubs under four and a half strikeouts. Um, the Nationals, surprisingly, even though they stink, really good at not striking out. Best strikeout rate in all of Major League Baseball, 18.3% is their strikeout rate. That's down to 15.4% uh, against uh, lefties. Uh, and I think we're going to see some regression in the strikeout department for Drew Smiley. This is a guy who... He's averaging 8.7 strikeouts per nine innings this season. That's up from 7.7 last season. But really, that's all because of uh, the outlier game that he had uh, when it was a near-perfect game. He had 10 strikeouts in that game. He's gone under this total in three of his five starts. So I think it's a good spot here against a national team that's really good at not striking out. So Drew Smiley, under four and a half strikeouts, uh, my favorite player prop. Uh, I'm going to back my Blue Jays as well once again. Um, unfortunately, can't go to Yankee Stadium and cheer them on here, but they are playing against Boston, another AL East team. Jose Brea, who's got off to a rough start to the year, uh, but he has bounced back in a really strong way the past couple of starts. 2.37 FIP as well. So uh, I think the Blue Jays take it to the Red Sox today. I, I'm, I'm going to believe in Barrios here in his next few starts.
0: Be careful on the mean streets of New York, uh, and we believe in you. Uh, to make sure that you
2: uh, get back home in one piece.
1: Oh, Belief. yeah, whatever.
2: Uh, <laughs> Bijan jersey yet? No? No. First round running back. Have <laughs> <Not> fun. <laughs> I'm protesting.
0: Ian McMillan, senior editor of BetSighted, thank you so much for your time. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Sammy P of Fox Sports and Nesson join us to talk Celtics and more in the Bruins. And he'll give us an update on his White Sox futures coming up nice. right here on the BetQL Network.